if you want to share the screen, uh, or I can, whatever you want to do, and then you're gonna have to. Like I said, I tried to use oh, my laptop yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time, and that did not did not go well. Well, now that Chuck is here, <laughs> you see, you see, Aaron. <laughs> What's going on? Now that Chuck is here, I can leave. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna be here for the next two hours. So yeah, yeah. Nice. Wait, I, I, oh, I don't think they're on together. Are you on together? Let's see. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Let's oh, yeah, hope I, not. I, no, I, no, you're I, you're with a uh, tear. Maybe Matt if he like you know shows up and Cat. So <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I, Greg, I don't know if you saw. I took I took the um, the schedule and I posted that and pinned it on the top of the uh, page. Facebook page. Uh, Facebook, yeah, because I don't know if you posted it or not, but I couldn't find it. The only one I found was uh, KP's from yesterday. He shared it, so that's the one I kept going to. So I went into Canva, printed the whole thing, and now it's in there. Um, KP, so you can like look at it. So first off, um, every little bit of money. That you guys spend towards uh, uh, towards um, getting your your Essence House book today will be money that Kyron could have made had he shown up for his fucking session <laughs> like a real man. So I want you guys to come out to Essence House and let's really build that one up. Not because you want the book. Not because it's an excellent story, not because Eric and I have told a really good story, <laughs> but simply out of spite, because Kyron couldn't show up for his fucking session when he was supposed to, so that I can say to him, hey, look, we made X amount of money because you're a moron, and I love my brother Kyron very much, but anytime I can stick it to him, I want to stick it to him. So guys, this is literally a Kickstarter of spite. For this next hour, so come on out, <laughs> come on out, spend your money in spite. You're gonna love it, and I, I, I want to be able to then tell him, hey man, over this hour, Essence House made this much money because you couldn't fucking show up. So. <laughs> Quick, beat him while he's down. <laughs> yeah, right. So please. Everyone, go to Kickstarter right now. Check out Essence House. I really do believe you guys would love it. Um, Eric and I just did this great thing last night. We listened to the last two chapters of Essence House. Uh, we read them to each other. And then we we basically like brutally edited them, like went over them. What do we, you know, what do we need to fix? Stop here. Why the hell did you say that? Let's change that. We haven't done that with any of the other chapters before that, and it was it was really good, and um, I feel really good about those last two chapters. And I mean, it it's so exciting because you don't get to do this in comics. You don't get to have twenty issues of com in comics in a year. It doesn't happen. So to be able to be able to do that and and get all that out there is just so huge to us and has been so exciting. And of course, at the end of the day, we're going to have this beautiful novel that I'm just absolutely over the moon about. Thanks, man. And I just put it in the comments too, so people can click on the Kickstarter. There's 54 hours left. Run! <laughs> Welcome to the Kickstarter spite panel. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yes. 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 <sighs> Now your mom. Can Seriously, guys, if you're not interested in the story, but you wanna you you wanna fuck it fuck somebody, this is it, man. Hit this one right now. 
Uh, Every dollar is a kick in his ass. Bookmark. <laughs> yeah, we have the bookmark. Um, we have the, the enamel pin. The other thing that um, we don't have up there and haven't shown off is the stretch goal, which we did hit. Um, we hit our $2,500 stretch goal. And so that is a uh, sticker. Um, it Unless you've kept up with the drama, you might not understand, but there's a very weird um, out-of-body sequence in episode 10 or chapter 10 of the book where our main character basically ends up being stuck out of time. Sorry, it's chapter 11. And um, he's stuck out of time in a wine cellar. And so effectively, tell him about the Christmas story. Oh, I will tell him about the Christmas story. Thank you, baby. Good call. Um, he's stuck out of time in a wine cellar. And so the only thing he can subsist on is um, alcohol. And it's this very messed up, uh, really trippy situation where all he can do is drink wine and sit there and subsist and barely live. And he ends up every moment of his day, he's drunk and depressed and in this terrible spot. And he ends up talking to the corpse of his dead uncle and uh, a spider. And the spider says nothing to him the whole time until the very end. He Every day he's Ooh. like, today's the day. I'm going to be able to leave here. And he'll open the door and he can't leave. And finally, at some point, he's sitting there all sad. And the spider just looks at him and he goes, today's the day, asshole. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's just such a funny, messed up moment. And so we made a today's the day, asshole sticker. And so everybody who buys a physical copy will get that sticker. I, I understood the reference um, after I listened to that because Eric said that on like a live stream that you did or whatever, like a live video that you did, um, the aftermath of one of those chapters. And I was like, why did he, did he just call yeah. an asshole? And then I like listened to it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird because, yeah, it's such an – it's. It's not an essence house thing necessarily, and then when you get to the the point, you're like, "Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense." <laughs> yeah. So, but what you're doing yeah. after essence house is like all over with. Besides, you know, promoting it, taking over the world. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So the funny thing is that. Um. We've already started working on season three, so we're moving on to the next book. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, we. I, I had told, I I was very adamant. No, no, we're gonna slow down. We're not gonna do this. And here's here's the chain events. We were gonna do one and two. And we were gonna chill the hell out because we basically, while doing our other work and just fucking surviving, uh, twenty twenty, we were able to make a novel. And the idea of having to do that again was a lot. You, you Mary Spiteness. <laughs> Aaron, you're the best. Oh, so we're up 10 bucks. Oh, that's 10 bucks that Kyron can take and shove it. I love you. Thank you, Aaron. You're the man. Um, That's, that's hilarious. This is so funny. Oh, spite is the funniest thing. So with season three, I, I was like, yeah, let's just like, let's maybe take half a year off or do something. And Eric was like, we should really try to, um, you know, go with go, go with um, the flow and really kind of try to keep up with this because um, spiteness, that's great. Really try to, you know, keep up with this. And I was like, man, I don't know, man. We, we both kind of need some some 
you know, just some rest and whatnot. And the more we thought about it, these neat ideas started coming up for season three. I'm like, oh, crap. You know, maybe we'll, we'll do it. And then we were like, yeah, okay, we're going to do it. Maybe we'll give ourselves some more time. And then recently, um, uh, instead of working on the last episode, episode 20, um, Eric decided, okay, I really want to break off the rust. I'm going to do a Christmas story, an Essence House Christmas story. And so he did that. And it's very much removed from the house and the main characters. It's more playing with the mythology of the essence itself. And he he did this, and he sent it to me, and I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, you know, I have some neat little things that we could play with with it. And when I read it, my brain immediately went to season three, and I started spouting some shit off to him, and the book was done. Like, the, the, the second book, the plot, the idea of it, like we had this long jam session and suddenly we knew the main outline and the main beats of that entire book. We were like, oh, crap. Now we really have to do this. So it's looking like March. We'll come back. So in December, the last season or last episode would will air. We'll play a little bit. We'll have the, the Christmas episode probably come out too in that time. And then we're going to move on and we're, we're going to get us into uh, season three and we're going to start right back into it again and make the next novel for 2021 and see what that turns into. So it's not done. We're continuing on. Um, very excited. And we actually, we recently revealed on um, our after show, the name of the next book and it's called children of the essence. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Which uh, doesn't yeah. give an awful lot of way, but it's something. That's a crazy audio drama, though. I, I haven't listened to the last... Thank you. Two, yeah. I don't think. I haven't listened to the last two episodes, I don't think. But, yeah. Oh, so you're up to, like, episode 16, I guess? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep. I don't. I don't remember. But yeah, I know. Like I, you released two, I think, and I haven't been able to like just listen to those because just either. But you're enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like binged it. I binged it. <laughs> yes, that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Is it good? Because I. Have no, to that, I mean. Because I have to figure out when to listen to it. Because the only time to listen to it, right. For me, is when I'm driving to work, or uh, mm-hmm. and I can't listen to it if I want to listen to Beards and Comics podcast. So that's it's <laughs> tough, man. And yeah, that's yeah, that's really tough, man. And yeah. and they do a really good show over there. Um, not near enough spite, I would say, but still <laughs> a really good show. Um, good people. Yeah. Uh, see, but, uh, see what uh, I did today. I like, What'd you do today? I, I went into our Facebook page because Facebook decided to like completely destroy how shops work on there now. And I had to I had to delete 1,600 items manually. And uh, <laughs> no, not that trying to sit up and work on your own online con wasn't enough fucking work. 
I'm going to manually delete 1,600 items from so, my... Holy shit. So I deleted all those, and now it turns out our catalog is so big, for the last hour, I've been importing the ones from our... Because, like, I have our website linked to... Um, What's, what's now called the catalog manager in Facebook. It's a whole separate thing now. And so like it used to just be linked directly to the shop. I have to link it to a catalog, then link the catalog to the shop. And then that catalog can be linked to Facebook or Instagram or both. So I'm like trying to get this thing set up. It's been importing for the last like hour because we we have like so many, what are the challenges of taking a podcast and turning it into a novel? Hey, hey. You wait your turn, MJ. I'm complaining about this shop. <laughs> <laughs> I will answer that question. Let him bitch, and then we'll talk about yeah. that. That's a very good question. It is a very good question. But yes. Yeah, no. It's anyways, it's been importing forever. So much. It's taking so long that, like, the website still doesn't think it's connected to Facebook, but Facebook is still importing the data from it. Like, it's just like, like, yeah. Anyways, back to podcasts. I just thought that was funny. Yeah. It's been no, no. That was on brand because this is spitemus. So there was a lot of a lot of spite and, and anger in that and I can feel the hate in you. So that was very important. Good for you, Dylan. This is our venting session. This is where we get to talk a little bit of shit, have some fun. Um, MJ, really good question. So what I would say is is that for the audio uh, podcast and then turning it into a novel, um, with the audio podcast, we were um, sort of trapped in our own standard. We wanted it to be 20 minutes long, right, right around there. So we did, each chapter was between 3,000 and 3,500 words. And so that meant that there was some things that we had to trim down and keep out, even though we would have preferred to have them in. And um, there was a lot of things that we didn't um, push as hard, um, a lot of detail. Like you don't want to go really detail oriented um, on a podcast because, like you know, talk and, and explain a room for ten minutes because that gives people a really quick chance to just zone out. So it really was. Um, <laughs> um, it it really is trying to keep people in the moment, and the dialogue helps a lot with that. So it ends up being a lot more dialogue heavy. So when we then got to finish that up and start working on the actual novel, we get to flesh out a lot of those scenes. It also gives us a chance to kind of, because we're doing them one episode at a time, it gives us a chance to maybe correct some things that we, that we uh, feel like could have been done a little bit better and um, really kind of still stick to the main narrative and, and the, the overall feel and idea of the story while also having the chance to make it even better than it already was. Do so you, this was a really good opportunity there. Do you remove a lot of the, um, uh, cause you said that it's mainly conversational, like the, the podcast is like people talking because it's like you're there, but like, do you remove some of that dialogue um, for the book or do you just put more description of this, like the surroundings and like well, there's sounds like soundscape stuff. So you know, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I'm saying, but like you're saying, there's a, it's dialogue heavy. Like, do you remove any dialogue for the novel, or do you keep it all? No, no. Um, I mean, it's dialogue heavy because there's a lot less descriptive notes yeah. and whatnot. So by adding that in, it doesn't feel as dialogue heavy because you've now yeah. um, 
added a lot more of that fat and a lot of more of that musculature and whatnot. Yeah. So I now you'll have a better idea of what things look like, what things, especially, and you touched on it there, Greg, sound like, because we have a sound engineer who's going to come in and make sounds, we didn't have to tell you that it was a haunting noise. We didn't have to go into the cool science fiction-y sounds so much because Eric did such a fucking good job of making those noises. Describing them just seems moot. You know what I mean? Like, why would I describe something when you hear it and you go, oh, I feel that. Describing it is a waste of time. So now we have to go in and we have to describe these neat science fiction-y noises and, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, there, there's an awful lot to kind of add, flesh out, play with. It will – It was, and it's what we were talking about with um, – what's his name, Frank? Yep. Yeah. The guy who was just on a second ago. Yeah, Frank. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. So – what we were talking about with him where it's like it's the idea of of taking the floppy turning it into a trade turning it into a graphic novel it's the same sort of idea where we're taking the audio drama we're turning it into a novel and to oh, kind no. of get people excited and and uh, sort of flesh it out and make it feel like you're still giving them um the same thing but it's a new experience so yeah Awesome, and uh, you you were part of seven other thousand we, projects um, this year. I was a part of an awful lot of other projects. Yes, yeah. One was uh, Cthulhu Invades Oz that funded, which like I didn't have a I didn't think it wasn't going to fund, but I was like actually getting nervous because I actually wanted it. <clears throat> so I was like, "Is this going to fund?" And then it like it got twenty four thousand something dollars, I think. And you and yeah, uh, I and I. It's so funny. Oh, oh go ahead. <laughs> I think there's like a slight delay. So like, what happens is he thinks you're done, and then he talks, and then he he catches yeah. the second wind talk. <laughs> Stupid virtual comic cons. Um, How dare we have high speed random video and audio sent into outer space and transmitted <laughs> across the globe at such slow speeds. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Something about that. Oh, yeah, you did a story with uh, you know, uh, twenty four thousand dollars. Yeah, you did a story with uh, you know, our boy that was supposed to be here, but he Kyron. Who? He was, he, didn't you do one with him? Did you do a story with? Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Kyron, Kyron was the artist. You know, the guy that we have currently spited. Oh. He was the artist. Um, and uh, it was him and um, Alan Ellsworth was the colorist. And what was cool about working with them was that all of us are kind of in this this tier of, of indies where it's like, we've done stuff, so we're out there, but we're not in that upper echelon of a lot of the guys who were also on the book guys like Russell Nolte and, and Kurt Belcher and, and all these guys who have, you know, like gotten into diamond and, and, and worked for some major uh, companies and all that sort of stuff. And so one thing that, you know, that our team kind of talked about and decided was we're going to 
to work to that caliber. We want people to read our story and say, oh, it belongs in here along with the rest of these guys. We wanted to really turn heads and have people go, whoa, who are these guys? Like, why have we not heard of them if they haven't, you know? Um, and I mean, like, because like someone like me, I know that, you know, people will make the joke and they'll say Chuck's everywhere, but I'm everywhere as an editor. You guys don't get to see me as a writer as often. And so it was very important to me that I made that step that when, when I wrote that people would be like, Oh shit. Yeah, no, he can, he can write too. Like it, he's not just there to, to point people in a direction. He, he can do it too. And I, I think that's something that I always take. I take it very seriously when I write. Cause I, I always worry. And I feel like uh, playing off of your own anxiety can actually help you an awful lot. It can be very healthy in what you do because I always am under the assumption if I write a shitty book or a shitty story, someone's going to look at that and go, how dare he try to edit me when he writes shit like that? <laughs> and so by uh, by thinking like that, sort of considering it in that manner, I can then hopefully like push myself to another level. And so that's kind of what the team did is we all kind of went, hey, we want to really surprise people with this, um, this scarecrow take. And I mean, I everyone did. Uh, Kyron just he drew the best he's probably ever done his shit was phenomenal and he laid in so many cool easter eggs like we ended up effectively killing uh, Travis's characters from broke down he drew them in and then we killed them off like we did oh yeah we did yeah it was great um, uh, Eric was in there Eric from Essence House killed him off too like so many people were in there and we, we often had fun with um, and then Alan Ellsworth got a hold of it and what's neat is we take Scarecrow from Oz to Earth and then back again and so what he did to really change with that and play with it was when we went to Earth he made it black and white like the movie and that was his, awesome. his nod to the movie and it was it was so good and it was really well done and even the black and white it still had this this like grainy sort of old film texture to it and uh he just like everybody brought out their a game so i'm very proud of that story and i feel like um it if it's not a standout story it speaks to the caliber of all of the other work in there and at least that means that there was a bar and we all reached for it we all tried to get there yeah and so uh yeah i think that uh, I'm, I'm really proud of it i think I, I really am excited to for people to pick up that book and see it and talk about it what's your favorite step in like comic creation uh, like getting like a page back or something like coloring <laughs> our colorist saved uh, kind of saved our first issue of the seer chronicles i think <laughs> right i mean your colorist is great yeah absolutely um i mean i know it sounds so lame but like every step along the way is is this wonderful feeling of oh this is actually going to happen like you know you you write a script and you're like oh that script's done and you get it edited and you're like oh i'm very proud of this this is going to happen but then it could just lay there and then you start to get pages in and you're like, oh, shit, those pages are, that's bomb, man. This is actually going to happen. But you could 
fuck it, you can just let those. And then, like, inks start to come in. And colors start to come in. And, like, if your team is working on, you know, everyone's pistons are flying and everything's happening, that story gets better and better and better. And so all of that really is huge. I love anything that allows you to kind of create a momentum and an excitement for a project. Um, I even know, like, excuse me, uh, currently I'm working with an old friend of mine and she's creating a novel. And so we do these things where we'll sit around for an hour and we're working on her outline. And because it's a novel, it's a lot. And so it's a lot of story pitching and idea pitching and, and how does the, how do we make this idea work? Or is this an idea that we could wedge in somewhere or uh, make it so that it, it fundamentally works? And I love when those gears start to snap together and everything starts to really happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Wendy. But, you know, when you then see that page colored, that's going to be huge. And that's going to be the biggest thing. And then when you see your words in bubbles over their, your, your character's heads, that's going to be the thing. Because those are literally your words. And, and that's the point where your stamp is on there. The letterer really is, for the writer... I think they're almost the most important part for the writer because they're that stamp that says, I fucking did that. Those are yes. my words. That's me, you know? And so much of that, of the art and everything else people can give to the artist and, and sort of say, that's all them. When in fact, we're an integral part of that. We are, we are what inspired the images and, and the story pacing and all that kind of stuff. But it's so easy to remove us. But as soon as those letters get on there, that's you, man. You did that. Yeah. I, 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 I was just going to say, honestly, I, I like each of the steps yeah, for their own uniqueness because, like, Gr Greg writes a story, and then I go through and murder it so that it's like <laughs> – right? So, like, that part's fun. And then when I read through it, like, even that initial thing of reading yeah. through the edit, like, is fantastic. Like, oh, wow, this feels like a story now, right? And then – uh once we get that even the roughs like the super roughs we get before the artist draws the panels i can envision what they're going to do and i'm like oh like i can see how this is the scene that we wrote out and then like once the art comes in we're like oh my god look at the character's face now we know what he looks <laughs> like right like look in that scene and then all of a sudden it's like and then it's like that's great then the inks make it look like it's a comic right because the pencils don't don't look like a comic it looks like artwork the ink it's like that first step where you're like, this yep. is a comic. And then the colors come in and you're like, the shading, the lighting, like what's going on? Mm -hmm. And then even the lettering. Like I remember for Ink, when we first got Ink, that, that nightmare scene was amazing. And then it got uh, colored and you're just like, holy crap. Like, And then finally, like as we got the, um, what's it called? The, uh, the narration box. Like oh, the narration lettering. block, the lettering, like we, I wrote out, like, I remember writing out the narration, uh, like, because Greg and I like sat down and like broke it apart. We're like, here's what he's thinking the whole time. And all of a sudden, like, just like the simple little design that he did. I'm like, this looks like a real comic now. Like, it's like amazing. So it's definitely, uh, I, I think that each, each thing I like because of what it does. Like, again, the art, the, the initial stenciling, looks like great artwork your thing has come to life but the inking turns it into a comic the coloring brings it to life and the lettering makes it official like it's like you know it's it's cool for each of its own staff i totally agree with that yeah absolutely